Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gombridge Podcast, episode 89. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? Now that I'm kind of out of the doghouse, I feel like it's time to flip the tables a little bit. I'd like to really come off and just start with an old takes exposed of our good friend, Dr. Steve Brady, Mr. Locks himself, um, said about two weeks ago that Matt Carpenter was, quote, a nothing move. Um, I believe in the last two weeks, Matt Carpenter has hit five, six home runs for the New York Yankees. They're still the best team in the league, and uh, he is raking. So, Mr. Brady, the microphone is yours. Do you have any thoughts? Stevie Locks, baby. Uh, That was just the ultimate reverse jinx. Like, that was probably the biggest reverse jinx I've ever seen in my entire life. Matt Carpenter, while he is benefiting from the Little League Park that is Yankee Stadium, he has, at one point, I think, had six at-bats and four or five home runs. He currently has six home runs. He's like the first Yankee in maybe forever to hit six home runs in his first like 10 games with the squad. Not sure. Matt Carpenter, I hope you're happy that I'm currently eating my words, but I just have no idea what else to say. He's got eight hits, six home runs. I feel like, Steve, you're starting to hop on this jinx everything train not intentionally, but I've been on this train for a while. There were a couple times last year where I spoke too soon, whether it be Nick Pavetta throwing like eight one hitters last year and me mentioning that he had no hitter or just like leads late in games. We got to start using like this superpower we have for good. Like we got to start like trashing on Red Sox players and then they're just going to go off. No, you see, that's not how a jinx works though, because a jinx is never good right you can have a reverse jinx like i do with matt carpenter and you can have a normal jinx like you do with every time nick pavetta has a no hitter going right which is like every other start yeah. See, the way i look at it is reverse jinxing yourself is like giving yourself your own nickname like you just can't do that you can't, you can't reverse jinx yourself but you can reverse jinx somebody else like saying that matt carpenter was going to be bad made him good that's a reverse jinx because right. usually a normal jinx is you say something will be good and then it's bad, you know. I'm gonna start calling you Steve the Fade God. Yeah, you honestly, if if <laughs> I had a person who I hired, he was dedicated to just fade me constantly on every decision, he would be a millionaire. He or she, because you know, equal rights. I would they'd be a millionaire. There Unfortunately, I, I don't have somebody like that on my payroll. Because I would probably be a millionaire too, because you'd have to give me a cut, right? I guess, yeah. You definitely have to. Well, Steve, I hope that you were not fading the Red Sox this past week. When we last left off, it's been a little bit. It's been about a week and a half. We've all had busy last weeks. I moved into my place in Boston. We've all been working 40 hours a week. We're going to get you two episodes this week, though, to make up for it. But... We had last week was also weird. Red Sox were out west, late games. We had a little mantra at the end of last episode. Uh, Guardy, take take your credit. Take your credit. I appreciate it, Steve. I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my cap and Clawson, thank you. I'm, I'm retuspecting you, Guardy. I appreciate that. I had said Steve fade God Brady again with the reverse jinx on this one, too. I said 
win seven out West, win seven out West. And Steve was like, they can't do that. No, no. I, I, we made the, they made the clip. I said, that seems like a lot. And you went, Nope, they can do it. They can do it. And I said, I don't know. That seems like a lot. Seems like it's going to be hard. Steve, Steve, Steve. what they do it. Yeah. They no, technically no. not. No, well, <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically they did not do what I asked of them. Yeah. They did not do what, what I, what I asked them. They, what did they do if they didn't win seven out West? They had to have won six. No. Yeah. Uh, I, in the theme of the episode, you are wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> eight wins last week. Eight for huge the wins. Huge wins. Eight huge wins. Eight huge wins. The fact of the matter is easily, I don't like to kind of point fingers and be like, oh, could have won this if this happened, this happened. Easily could have won nine. Easily could have won nine with a closer. The amount yeah. of games we could have won this year with a closer. A Maybe lot. we should bring back um, whatever stat that was where it was like the plus or minus saves that Clausen had a few weeks ago. Oh, that was a good one. We could we could definitely investigate like that. Blown the Red Sox saves. had a lot of blown saves. Blown saves to converted saves? Yeah. Yeah, like the net, the net of it. The net saves. But but anyway, yeah, we could have won nine. Could have I was gonna say we could have won nine, but I'm not here to focus on that. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, whatever. I'll take eight. Oh. We're over 500. We're three games over 500. Clausen, you're shaking your head. What's up? Internet shit in the bed right now. Mine is? No, is mine is. is. Oh, what else is new? When He's I not said in his good internet spot. No. I'm in the exact opposite corner of the house from the Wi-Fi router. You should just move it. Commandeer the Wi-Fi. Move myself or move the Wi-Fi? Move the Wi-Fi. Move the Wi-Fi. Just put it right on my desk. Yeah. yeah. Next to your Kindle. Yeah. My kit. I think my Kindle would go radioactive. <laughs> Probably would. Things like lethal at this point. Anyways, the Red Sox, eight and two out west. Sweep Oakland three out of four against the Angels, and yet win another series two out of three against Seattle. We had talked about last week too. I had seen somewhere, I forget where the stat was, maybe on Nesson somewhere, that their record out west, like the past eight to 10 years, was unbelievably good. Like unbelievably good. And they just added on to that. The Red Sox seem to just eat up the Angels whenever they play them in Anaheim, because it's certainly not LA. And then certainly Seattle, not. certainly not. It's certainly not. You take six out of seven from Seattle this year. Awesome. And you sweep Oakland and, and boys, you flip the calendar to tomorrow. We're playing the A's again, who are struggling. They're awful. Yeah. But this trip was great. There were a lot of things, a lot of positives, a lot of, a lot of positives, Steve. a lot of positives. I will say, I would like to see. The splits for the Sox. I'm sure the splits are good for any team, but specifically for the Red Sox in warm weather versus cold weather, because I feel like we're a, a warm weather team, well, even though we play in Boston. You know, I feel like all the players like the warm weather. When you think about the guys on the team, like most of them grew up in warm weather areas. Like yeah. Xander's from Aruba, Rafi's from DR, right? I believe so. Yeah. JD's from Florida. You got me on that one. I know, I know Trevor Story's from Texas. Definitely warm there. Is Kike from like 
Puerto Rico. Uh, I yeah. think so. Yeah, Puerto Rico. Yeah. Where's Verdugo from? Mexico. Mexico? Or Mexico. no, he's from the States, but he's Mexican. Like his Yes, his heritage. I don't know where he's from in the US though. Uh, I, th- I gotta look that up. But yeah, a lot of them the the Red Sox are uh, a warm climate team. Yeah, and I know the Mariners don't play in warm weather, but you know, I got Oakland and Anaheim, not Los Angeles. California, it's getting warm. It's getting it's warm getting in Boston, but uh, you know, it, it hasn't been consistently warm yet, I don't think. Verdugo's from Arizona. Definitely warm there. Definitely warm. Confirmed warm. <laughs> I mean, Steve. Clausen? I'm going to kind of fight that a little bit. I mean, number one, nobody's good in cold weather. Like, that's just a cold weather I, baseball I, I player. said that. I said that at first. I said, I'm sure the splits are good for everybody, but they're specifically but you get, Red Sox. You get to, like, September, October, November, the Sox are tanks. Well, I mean, it's a different – it's a different breed of teams that can play in the playoffs in October. Yeah, it's 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 warm weather out outweighs temperate slash cold weather, and then playoff performance outweighs everything else. So if you're good in the playoffs, you're good no matter what. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, we'll start. We'll go. We'll go more quickly through the beginning of these recaps. And then as things get more and more recent in time, we'll kind of catch up to the Seattle series. So game one against Oakland, Nathan Avaldi gets the win. Bogarts hit a little dinger. Avaldi was dealing that game. Although I will say there was definitely some concern when he got yanked after just six shutout innings. And seemingly he's he's not completely healthy and we also lost we lost two starters this trip if you want to talk about things that are alarming and that was a negative of this trip three players go down with injuries Whitlock Avaldi Kike not great not great yeah you know what's is- you know what's a sign of a bad time for the Red Sox what when Jonathan Arauz is on the 40-man roster that's a bad time. That's a bad sign. He's not anymore, though. He's not. He was. That's the problem. He, well, he was. The The thing is, is Duran got called up. There's kind of kind of a weird trip. A lot of transactions. Duran gets called up. JBJ had a kid, or his wife had a kid. JBJ did, did not have a kid. I'm sure he contributed. <laughs> I bet. bet he played about 50% of that. But Ugh, Maybe not 50%. Maybe. I don't he, know. he didn't carry that kid around for nine months. True. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, you called Duran up. He was up for two days. He played pretty well. Got a couple hits. They had they send them back down when JBJ's back. Now, here for the people listening, I feel like I had to explain this to multiple people on the interweb this week. They were like, when ROUs got called up, they were like, Where's Duran? Where's Duran? Why is Duran not up? This you gotta wait 10 minutes. Clausen? I'm gonna make another case again. For those who are consistent listeners of this show, I'm one of the biggest Jonathan Aruz fans. I'm like I'm like the Maz of when Jonathan Aruz. Ever mentioned his name? Me? Yes. I can't stand him. I'm like I'm you like just, you just said you're a fan. We've been oh, sarcastic. Yeah. I'm going smooth, Brent. I'm one of the biggest Jonathan Aruz haters on this Jesus planet. Christ! Oh my gosh! Make stroke? that make that more confusing. Okay. Anyway. Little digging into his MLB.com stats. You want to know what he's hitting this year? Like in the MLB? In the MLB. I don't know. 163. 
point sixty three? Is that what you said? Point oh sixty three? No, no, one sixty three. Um, point oh eight two. You want to take another guess? No. Guardy. I bet it's good. I bet it's good because no, he just said that. I bet. Well, he just said he's a hater. So you're gonna prove your own point or what? Guardy, what what did you say was his batting average? Point one six three. Uh, his minor league batting average is one eighty five. His major league batting average is big fat zero. Oh. <laughs> well, what's he have? How many at bats he had this year? Like ten. Uh, ninety two in the minors. Okay. It's not, it was not and Cody's question. That was, that was not my question. <laughs> he said 10 at-bats. Okay, so he's 0 for 10. Wait, did I call that? He's got 10 at-bats? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Travis Shaw once went 0 for 18 this year, so that was Bring him back. Travis Shaw is no longer on the team for a reason. Travis Shaw was released from the entire organization and is now – As should Jonathan Aruz. Well, Clawson, they DFA'd him. They DFA'd him. Now, As they I should. Wanna... I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this because that was an interesting move. They did not have to do that when they sent him back down. They did not have to do that. Did he have what, like whatever it is, minor options. league options? Yeah, they could have. They could have just sent him back down like they were doing. Yeah, now is he, is he going to get claimed by anybody? No. I don't know who stinks. Baltimore. You think Jonathan Arrows is starting for the Orioles? In between Chris Owings and I don't even know who their second baseman is. No, probably not. Henry think... Owens is playing these days. Maybe they'll pick him up. What do you think Henry Owens is doing right now? Like in general? probably hanging out with Lars at Woodstock. I could see that. I could see that too. Long blonde hair, both of them. Yeah, I could see it. Anyways, back to the ROs talk. They didn't have to do that. They're trying to free up a roster spot on the forty men. Excuse me. Wow. For who, you might ask? That's the question I'm going to pose. Sale today apparently looked good in his bullpen session in Florida. Now, we have talked about this in the past. (laughs) Steve, you're rolling your eyes. We have talked about this in the past. Wait, wait, what is it? What is it? It's June. It's June June 13th. 13th. Yeah, it's just about that time of year where you're like, "Ah, dude, dude, dude. You seen Sale in his his first bullpen? He looked pretty good. (laughs) He looked pretty good. I it's swear like to God. I, I swear, swear to God. Katia has that tweet teed up like once a year. It's, like, it's copied early, and pasted, bro. Early to mid-summer. He's like, the fans are going to eat this <laughs> up. Steve, you want to guess how high the fastball got up to? Uh, can you give me just an over-under? It was like, it was it was good. It was like a surprising number. Uh, really? 97. 96. I was going to guess like 92. No, he still he still got it. He still got it. So I love I personally, I'm not gonna lie, I eat that up. I see that. I'm like, oh pray for the rest of the league. Chris Sale's coming back. We need Chris Sale back. We need Chris Sale back. The rotation's been good. The rotation's been great, but we're missing two of the guys now. So here's my question to you guys. We saw Cutter Crawford on Sunday. He balled out. Balled out. I think he pitched five innings. I know he only gave up the one hit. Balled out. I, I'm the biggest Cutter Crawford. Not I, I'm Mayor? not. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I'm not not exactly. The Are you biggest. talking about Cutter Crawford's first um, appearance on the West Coast right now? Do you have two? I thought he appeared in another game. I could be wrong. Hold on. 
Well, let me fact check myself. Well, the game you started on Sunday against the Mariners, balled out, balled out. You love to see that. The spot start. Great. Okay. That, that's what I thought you were talking about when you said yeah. he was like pitching really well, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. Cause I feel like we just jumped a bunch of games, but now we're in Seattle. Uh, we haven't really talked. We're kind of just jumping around. Jumping I was around. just saying, I was just saying how we need rotation. Like I'm, I'm ready for Chris sale to be back. Rotation has been great, but where's James um, Paxton. Is he still a guy? I, I don't know if he, uh, I don't know. Is he know. like around? I Is don't he... know. Like, what's up with Josh Taylor, too? That's true. I forgot about Josh Taylor. To Remember when saying. we talked about like the second week? We we're like, bullpen's kind of struggling, but Josh Taylor's going to be back in a week. He's going to be the closer <laughs> to this team. Like, Klaus and I saw him in the dugout at Fenway. We we're like, all right, it's confirmed a lot. That was like early May. What's wrong with him? I don't know. He's on the 60 day now. When He's did they the move 60- him? They moved him like a month ago. I thought he was always in the ah, then yeah. He's only like halfway through. Anyways, oh. the rotation. Oh. My question. Oh. My question. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Six days ago, Josh Taylor expected to throw to live hitters soon. Oh. James Paxton might throw off mound next week. All right. So James Paxton's just never seen the light of day. That's we're not seeing confirmed. we're not seeing Paxton this year. Actually, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Steve. I'm going to make you do a little editing. Hold on. Wait. Before you do that, Boston Red Sox injury updates. James Paxson bullpen goes, quote, unquote, well. And then also also the sub-headline of this is, quote, no more cowboy boots for Garrett Whitlock for now. Not sure what that means. Someone was messing with his hip. (laughs) Not sure what that means, but. Oh, also, uh. Paxton's bullpen consisted of 15 pitches. So you can just throw that news away if you want. Awesome. In other words, he had a toss with his son. All right, Gardy, continue. Hot take. James Paxton's going to make his debut in the playoffs this year for the Boston Red Sox and ball out. Do you do you trust that, like, at all? I trust that. You know where you see that a lot? You know where you see that a lot? NHL, guys will get hurt. I feel like every year in the playoffs, some guy, like, now I know Paxton's not a rookie, but you see some guy make his, like, NHL debut in the playoffs. He balls out. I James think- Paxton, he's going to come out. He's gonna he's gonna shove in the playoffs. I feel like well, October eleventh. James Paxton is back. Wait, October eleventh. Okay. Gardner, what was your comparison? Like a new guy in the NFL debuts. Yeah. NHL. 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 Do you say debuts? Like never played a game before. Yeah, it happens like weirdly more than you think. James James Paxton made his MLB debut like fifteen years ago. No, we know not what that we're long. getting. No, he's good. Well, here's well, the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm just saying he hasn't pitched for this team before. And my hot take is he's not going to pitch for them this year. And you're going to see for the division series roster after the Red Sox win the wild card series, you're going to see, you're going to open Twitter and be like, hmm, who's this guy? 
James Paxton's on the roster, baby. Do you think he's just going to be on the roster? He's going to make a start, or he's going to come out of the bullpen? He's going to come out of the bullpen. Yeah, he's, gonna he's be definitely, like, certainly not making a start. No, to debut not. in the season. Definitely not. You guys remember in 2018 when the bullpen was like getting it together? Joe Kelly was great. Yeah, like Kimbrel was everything. There were like a couple guys who were like fringe bullpen guys, and they gave the last spot to Drew Pomeranz. Drew, and he just did not pitch in the playoffs. Where were you when Joe Kelly saved the bullpen? Jim Buchanan. Jim Buchanan. Yeah, that. Jim whenever Buchanan. I play Chell, my created character for <laughs> World of Chell, I name him Jim Buchanan. I what swear to God, I make Jaden. him look like. <laughs> Joe Kelly did during that video. Those videos are awesome. JWK Punta Gorda. Yeah, dude. Reporting live. Reporting live. That is, those are honestly some of my favorite videos. That 2018 team was great. 2018 team was great. Some would say magical. I, I, I would say we could go there. I would say you could go there with that. Uh, I would say that as well. Anyways, you win the first game against Oakland. You win the second game against Oakland. Nick Pavetta, another freaking gem. Seven innings, two hit ball. Nick Pavetta, if you guys want to talk a little bit about him for a second here, I'm going to pull he's, up some he's been pitching stats, but he's well, really good. He's the most wins on this Red Sox roster. His ERA is all the way down to a 378. That's pretty good. He was so bad. You guys remember we went to the opening day game at Fenway. He was so bad. Awful. Atrocious. I, I'm honestly, full disclosure, at a certain point, had very, very little confidence in Nick Pavetta. I never lost. I never lost faith. I picked this man to go to the All-Star game, and I'm going to ride that. In his last seven games, he's a 1-9-6 earn run average. Steve, you stole my stat. 46 innings pitched. His first three games. His first three games. He pitched 11 and two-thirds innings, a 10.03 ERA. Since that point, since that point, April 26, his last nine starts, a 2.45 ERA, 59 strikeouts in 55 innings, opponent, opponent's batting average, 186. I mean, he's been great. He's been great. Here's another question. Here's another question. Would you say the rotation this year – because in our season preview, I don't think you guys were as confident in the rotation. Are you going to say exceeded expectations? No, not, not exactly. Would you say that you like this starting rotation more than the rotation last year? Because opening day, weren't as keen on it. Yeah. Because I think that there's proven to be a higher ceiling like when you look at the the rotation last year, Evaldi balled out, and then you had Erod. You knew what you were getting every single time from Erod. Erod usually wasn't good. Garbage. So usually bad. was not good. Actually, speaking of Erod, did you guys see the news today? Yeah, Erod's so soft. What That's why, dude. He's got a personal issue. I just don't think it's true. Like. I just think that like Erod has done so many things like that. I, and I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. It might be something that's actually bad, but I'm just saying that Erod has missed so much time 
in the MLB outside of even this that like I don't even I don't okay know. all right Steve this is a horrible argument the man had a, a first of all a heart condition because of COVID and other than that he made almost every start in his tenure for the Red Sox between 2017 and 2021 25 27 34 32 games pitched I don't, I don't know where that argument is coming from the Red Sox I'm also kind of with Steve. They, the Red Sox also just don't like Eddie. I, yeah, he re-signed a big contract or signed a big contract in Detroit. He he I lost us. He lost us a series against the Astros. I'm I'm kind of with Steve. He is kind of a pussy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Got absolutely <laughs> cock rocketed off of uh, in the World Series by Yasiel Puig and threw his glove like a little eager. Wham wham wham. Wham wham I lit up a homer. Let me throw my glove and complain. And then he does the stupid watch thing. And then remember when he was like... That arguably killed the Red Sox. Absolutely. absolutely (laughs) Like like the splits in the series before the watch incident and after the watch incident are just like... uh, They're crazy. You couldn't couldn't make it up like more. Like the Astros... I don't know why you're defending Erod so much. I will say, I'm I'm just saying, if he's got a personal issue, yeah, if he's got a personal issue, I've got no problem with him stepping away from the game. That's a ridiculous take. That if you do have a problem, I think his personal issue is like, I'm not good. I'm I'm not good at bas or at baseball. Sorry, I just got an NBA notification, so I almost said basketball. I'm not good at baseball. I'm I'm not good at basketball either. I quit. Maybe he is good at basketball. I don't know. All right, play. Steve, I need to take a little anger out on you here, too. This is completely unrelated for the Red Sox. I was looking the other day after Sandy Alcantara threw a basically complete game. One hitter. One hitter. You know who is leading the NL Cy Young race? Why did you right say now? basically complete game? Because it, like, went to extras and the Marlins won. Oh, it was 0-0. Oh, zero. So it was literally not a complete. It game. was not a complete. Game, but <laughs> oh, the Marlins okay. had an ounce of offense. Okay, like, my bad. I just because I no, got confused it's fair. by it's the wording. Fair. I got confused by the wording. But. I want to play a little audio clip from episode seventy-eight. I get it's only a third of the way into the season, but I just found this funny. Found it the other day. I guess my Cy Young picks are more hot take. Yeah. Um. Listen, I'm, I'm high risk, high reward, but you want to look at a team I think could make some strides this year, surprise some people, maybe a little bit, in a tougher division, it's the Miami Marlins. When you look at the Miami Marlins, who are you going to lean to? Sandy Alcantara. You're just I got Sandy as my NL Cy Young winner. He had a fantastic year last year. Steve, you're laughing. You're laughing. It's oh, comical. When, no, it's not comical. When, it's hurricanes, comical. when Hurricane Sandy comes up the East Coast and comes up, is, is your own penis out of your own mouth yet, Gardy? <laughs> Jesus. I didn't realize Gardy was well versed in the art of autofellatio. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So right he sucks. also just hasn't won the Cy Young yet. So. All right. Maybe I should have saved that. But yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Considering you're the biggest jinx of all time, he's literally going to get Tommy John like tomorrow. Anyway. I, pray, I pray he doesn't. I pray he doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Didn't you, have, didn't you pick Justin Verlander, too? 
Yeah, and he's been great this year. Also, uh, that was a good take. I will say that was a good take. Justin Verlander might get his third Cy Young. Who knows? Game respects game. Game respects game, except you don't have much game. I mean, Martin Perez. (laughs) I mean, we're hot on that train, too. All right, let's cycle back to some Sox talk here. That's what the people are here to listen to. Uh, You know, we sweep the A's. That's great. Love stink. Remember all those birds? Crazy. Did you guys see the woman playing the national anthem on a saw while we were out Wait, there at the yeah. A's game? Yeah. Oh yeah, crazy. I did actually. That was that was weird. That was weird. Did we get Bill Burr in the booth at the okay. A's game? Too? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Bill Burr. I don't think Dave O'Brien likes Bill Burr all that much. Dave O'Brien's a square, and Bill Burr's fun. So. I, I would love, like, a, just one game where he tries to do, like, color commentary and just, like, push Obi's buttons the whole game and tell stories. And Obi's like, oh, my, Bill, is this one's grounded to first? It's going to be an out. I just – I'm not saying I dislike Obi, but maybe if every once in a while we just, like, now. Crack a joke? Yeah, like, had fun or – brought in somebody else for a game or two the other thing the other thing too this this partly i guess falls on nesson i guess falls on nesson was he was only up there for half an inning and the inning went by like it was like eight pitches eight pitches and even he said when the inning was over he's like you're kicking me out after that I, i got stuck in la traffic for like five minutes and Dave was like, I, he was like, I'd love to keep you on, but my producers are saying we have to let you go. I'm like, let him, let him stay up there. Come Dave on. O'Brien, who's not even wearing an airpiece. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. I'm just saying I'm holding I, my ear. Uh, I should be getting word you that you're to supposed leave. to leave. They also said that uh, you're not even that funny and uh, sh- that I'm way cooler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, and the, the, uh, I'm the I'm the best play-by-play announcer. I'm better than Don Orsillo. <laughs> you're too much, uh, Ob. You're really boring. Sorry. You know who needs to come up and replace Ob? The, the Woosox announcer. Yeah, that guy's Tyler Murray. I don't know. He sounds like Don Orsillo though. He does. No. He does. The Woosox are electric too. The Woosox are electric. Love they the were the weight boss a couple days ago. The way pass. I forgot about the way pass. Like, does that we, mean like the fireworks? fireworks? Yeah, the fireworks. Yeah. We did, remember we did a whole segment on that like yeah. really early on in the show. I do remember that. That was, that was good why, time. That's why I know what the word the way pass, way pass means. Right. Anyways, game one against the Angels. So what were they at that point? They were at a 12-game losing streak coming the into the series. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got all the way up to... It got 15. 14 or 15. I think it was 15. Did we lose the fourth game to the Angels or yes. the third? Okay, then yeah, that makes sense. The Red Sox go out, score one run. Carlos, or sorry, Alex Core after the game said Carlos, Carlos Febles is the MVP of this game for sending Verdugo on that shot into the gap. It's the only run the Red Sox score, but the main storyline is in this one is Michael Walker. Once again, Waka waka a. Really good at pitch. Is Michael Walker gonna make the All Star team? He better. He Michael Walker should make the walls make the All Star team. He probably will not because All Star voters are pretty blind. 
He was also out. He missed like three starts. Yeah, he doesn't have that many innings pitched. Um, but, you know, another complete game shutout. The Red Sox have three so far this year, or three complete games. I shouldn't say another complete game shutout. Have three, three complete, complete games. games. How many does the rest of the league have? Five? Something like that. Like, no other team has more than one. And the Red Sox have three. And, like, it was like a two- to three-week span. It was crazy. Crazy. He balled out. Did Michael Walker get Joe Madden fired single-handedly? He just might have. He might have. He just might have. A lot of managers. No, never mind. Did you guys hear about the Mohawk thing? No. Yeah. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Joe sucks. Madden. Joe Madden, the morning, the morning before he got fired, cut his hair here, got a mohawk to try Why? to pump, to try to, to inspire the to team. To boost morale. To boost morale. He then went in, got fired, and the team never got to see it. That's oh. tragic. I don't know why they fired him. They kind of – they really shouldn't have. I, I agree. A two He's a good bad. manager. It's not his fault that Anthony Rendon has made a glass and Mike Trout kind of sucked last year. Well, they haven't done anything to help him on the pitching staff. No, I know. Like, I, I agree. I agree. That was, that was a bad firing in my opinion too. Like the Girardi one, I think that one made more sense. The Phillies have gone out. They've Joe Girardi's just like not a very good manager. I thought the Yankees should have kept him after they fired him. I mean, compared I was, to uh, compared to Boone, he's, he's a better ten manager. times better. Yeah, I've always I've never really disliked Girardi. I've always thought he was okay. I thought he was fine. I think for a team like the Phillies, you can the ceiling's much higher. Much Joe higher. Girardi's not really helping that ceiling much. No. Wait, so you know, know what you're gonna get? Have did you guys see the? Uh... The like fire Tony chance at like yeah. a Red Sox game. Yeah. What did he say? Oh, didn't he walk? But was he the one that walked Trey Turner? Yes. And then, yeah, and then Muncie, Muncie hit the home run. Yeah. So he walked Trey Turner on a one two count to put two men on. And then Max Muncie came up and hit a three run home run. And then post game, uh, let me look up the exact quote, but I'm pretty sure Tony LaRusso was like, that was a good idea. Like it was like he stuck by his decision. He was like, that was the best choice I could have possibly made. Okay, like, Tony. What? All right, Tony. Somebody needs to that guy's senile. <laughs> Anyways, looking back to game two against the Angels. Red Sox fall down five to three. You had Garrett Willock at the start. Didn't have his best stuff, and I think then they had talked about he had some hip issue that the Red Sox were keeping an eye on, and then a couple days later, he goes on the IL with that said hip issue. But I got to say, this was the first time all season that the Red Sox have come back after being down any amount of runs going into the seventh inning. All right, wait, sorry. Uh, He basically just said, like, you know that goofy meme where he's like, I'll fucking do it again? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I would do it again. And then he brought up some pretty good points. He was like, Muncie came in hitting, like, what, 125? Turner was hitting, like, 303, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, trust your gut, don't cover your butt. So put that on my gravestone. 
Shout out to Tony Larusa. Just your gut. Don't cover your butt. True. That's facts. This was a game I never felt like the Red Sox were out of. Not once. I was sitting on my couch. I was like, the Red Sox are going to come back. I even tweeted something out. I said, the Red Sox are going to come back. They came back. They came back. They won it. And extras. Take the lead. Matt Strom. Huge save. Huge save. Huge save. Tanner Houck again. Gave up a leadoff double in the ninth inning. Proceeds to get the next three guys out. I mean, the bullpen came through. Some, you know, clutch clutch hitting. And when we get that second win in, uh, in Anaheim. Overall, you're kind of, you were kind of at the beginning of the series just kicking a team while it's down. And I think we should have kicked it more and harder because the Angels, I, we're, we're in that group chat with all the uh, shout out to the world, world podcast classic. Our team sucks, by the way. Update. Wow. <laughs> Fantasy a... update. Fantasy update. Like... We're bad. We'll see if we get an invite back next year. There was a very uh, vague message about inactivity <laughs> via a commissioner's update. Yeah. They had to call the presses on that one. That one got primetime ESPN spot. All right. To be fair, there's like four teams with a worse record than us, regardless of whether or not we're paying attention. And I was just going to say the shout out to Halo Haven, the Angels podcast in there. They have been all time depressed in that group chat up until they finally won't broke their losing streak. So shout out to them. We have nine guys on the DL. <laughs> I know. I feel like this is what happened last year, too. Our entire team just got hurt. Yeah. You know? PK, Brandon Belt, Mike Zanino, Brandon Lau, Garrett Whitlock, Marcus Stroman, Andrew Kittridge, Jacob DeGrom, Steven Matz. You know, I'm not going to lie. I tried to log in, go check our team out, because I don't even think I've, I've seen our team. Um, was never logged in. Surprise. <laughs> I think we took DeGrom in, like, the fourth round. Might have been a reach. We did. We'll come back. We did get Hater and Hendricks. But isn't Liam Hendricks bad this year? No, uh, he's been good. He's got 16 saves, a 281 ERA. Oh, he started out poorly. Poorly, I think. Hater's been unbelievable. I mean, his ERA kind of spiked after that game against, I think, the Cardinals, but it's still a .92. Oh, spiked all the way up to a .92. What a bum! Spiked. What a, what a bum! Horrible. Anyways, <clears throat> game three against the Angels. Nathan Avaldi on the hill. This I got mixed up a little bit. This was the one where you look at five innings, 84 pitches, and he gets pulled. Maybe a little bit, something physical there. And once again, he's hurt. But the bullpen mopped it up. Another one nothing win for the Red Sox. Bobby Dahlbeck, a big RBI single to right field in the sixth inning. Bobby's been hot. Steve, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about that. What you got, kid? Bob has been hot. He's been, he has been getting, I feel like more extra base hits, a little bit more pop in the bat. And I know that you just said that, you know, his RBI was to right field. I understand that, but I have been seeing him pull the ball a little bit more willingly with a little more conviction. And I said it a couple months ago, I think at the beginning of the season that when Bob is really hitting well, He's, you know, being Bobby Dahlbeck that we, everybody loves to support. He doesn't always deserve it, but everybody loves to support Bob because he's just a great guy. 
but when he is hot, he is using that pull side of the field very effectively. And I think you're just seeing that more from him right now. So shout out to Bob for getting hot. Bobby Dahlbeck <clears throat> tweeted this out the other night. I said, Bobby Dahlbeck refuses to show up unless the game is on the line. And that's kind of how it's been with Big Bob. Last week for Bobby, last six games, seven for 23, 304 average, two home runs, slash line, 304, 320, with a 929, or 609 slugging, 929 OPS. He's been great. He's been great. And you know who has not been great in that, that stretch? Franchi. He's over his last 12 at-bats. I'm not going to complain. If one of them's hitting, you ride the hot. You only really need one of them to be good at ride the hot. I agree. I agree. So you get another win. You're looking for a sweep on the Thursday night out in Anaheim. Except the problem is you got to play Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani kind of single-handedly won that game. Yeah, offensively and and uh, on the mound. Hit, I believe, a three-run home run. I think it was two-run. But was it two-run? Either way, it's like it was one hundred four exit velocity, and he's also pumping like a hundred. He got up to one hundred one, which was one of the fastest pitches he's thrown in the majors. Yeah, I mean that's that's what Shohei's had a you know as much as you can say a down season compared to last year, just because his last season was. So great. No matter what he did this season, it would probably be considered a down season. But, you know, he's just that guy that when he's pitching, he can single-handedly win you games offensively pitching. And he did that. And you can't really be mad at it because that's Shelley Otani, and that's arguably the most talented player in the world right now. This is another game where I think you look at the box score and you see Nick Pavetta. How many innings did he pitch? Well, he pitched five and he gave up four runs. And you look at it and you're like, he didn't really pitch that well. But when you watch, when you watch the game, you know, he made the mistake to show hey. And then, you know, he struggled a little bit after losing the lead in the sixth inning. Overall, Pavetta was still great, though. Offense overall throughout the series, besides that one game, was a little flat. I mean, three out of three out of the four games, they scored two runs or less. But again, we're not complaining. Red Sox won seven out West, moved to Seattle. Bobby, big home run, a Friday night game, bottom of the eighth inning, two outs, two strikes, corks one to right, left field. And you love to see it. You love to see it. Once again, Tanner Houck gets the save. Do we like Tanner Houck in this back of the bullpen role that Whitlock kind of used to be in? At this point, a little different. You, you got to like somebody. And why not? Tanner Houck, because this whole thing by committee in the back there, I kind of feel like we got to start leaning on somebody a little bit more. And yeah, he's not, you know, the closer, but I feel like we're leaning on him a little bit. And I feel like that's a good thing. So well, we've talked multiple times this year. We're like, obviously the bullpen has struggled. And we've said when there are established roles in the bullpen, they will be better. Once they figure it out, they will be better. There has still not been any established roles in the bullpen whatsoever. The Red Sox as a team, sorry, the Red Sox as a team this year have seven different guys who have registered saves. 
and not one of them has more than three. Our leading save guy, Matt Strom, three saves. No roll. No roll. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the way this team is structured is that when Alex Cora kind of puts his faith into somebody and, like you said, establishes roles, it does work out better because, you know, Alex Cora just has that kind of impact, per se, Mm -hmm. where when he does, you know, show that he has confidence in a guy in a certain position, then they tend to perform at a higher level level. So maybe who knows? Probably not, but who knows? Alex Cora might announce some roles officially by like the All-Star break or something. I doubt it, but that would be something interesting to maybe keep an eye on. So here's the thing. How has not been starting much of late. He started a couple games ago or a couple weeks ago, spot start. But the Red Sox have a stretch now coming up. You've got 10 straight games in a row at home. Now, you've really only got three starters who you can lock into this series. You've got Pavetta, you've got Michael Waka, and you've got Rich Hill. You've got to get four other starts from other guys. We're going to see Cutter Crawford, maybe. Again? Probably. Probably once. I bet we'll see him. He, Clausen? Unless Steve kills him before then. Okay. Didn't need that. Did not need that. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Rich Hill also stinks. Rich Hill does is bad at this point. Mm. Mm. He's the the weakest of the crew. He's the weakest of the crew, but he's still not bad. He's still not bad. bad. He's pretty bad. Oh, he's not. He's pretty pretty not good. Pretty, Pretty uh, yeah, pretty not good. Uh, even with if Garrett Willock was healthy, I would say I don't want to see him starting any more games. I agree. I do not like Whitlock in the rotation whatsoever. Uh, it seems like Whitlock doesn't like Whitlock in the rotation either. So I think if you get this man healthy and you put him back in the bullpen, I think things are going to start to kind of shake out a little bit more. When was the last time Rich Hill pitched? I'm looking up a Did he now. pitch that? He totally pitched a few days ago, didn't he? Yeah, he pitched that first game in Seattle, right? Yeah. Yeah, he pitched well. Did he? Yeah. Well, well Seattle's – I mean, against Seattle. Four, four and a third, two two runs. Okay. I, I would say that's at most okay. It's okay. All right. His I mean, is a I guess three. outside of – Four three is yeah, not great. It's all, it's, guy, you know who it's in line well, with? You know who it's in line with? Eduardo Rodriguez. I Eduardo Rodriguez is good. We just had a conversation about that. You know, I'm, uh, I'm gonna. I may come to his defense here. The high low would do him some good. No, we can't talk about that, Clawson. That's that's cheesy. Come on, man. Oh, he had six earned runs against the Orioles. We can't be. I believe segments. the word the word was corny. We can't be. We can't be stealing segments from a show that doesn't exist anymore. Sorry, guys. Cut it's it, corny. Steve. Come on, guys. It's corny. Can't wait till we get copyright what? striked by those guys. Ugh. He said that they're coming. I've actually I've gone back and listened to a lot of Gone Bridge because at work, I usually just my project right now is a lot of just data crunching, and my side of the office is completely empty. Um, so I listened to a lot of old Gone Bridge. My good friend Jared Carabas said that a copyright strike was coming. So it'd be ironic if it came from him. When did when did he say that? Oh, when well, he, he said. 
Because we were just like throwing out ads. We were, no, we were talking about free ads. No free. We were talking ads. about something else. And he was like, and Steve was like, oh, we haven't gotten, oh, it was the, the John Cena th- uh, theme. Uh, and Steve yeah. was like, oh, we oh, haven't yeah. gotten copyrighted yet. And he was like, ah, it's coming. Yeah. I feel like that's a rite of passage. Yeah. I mean, somebody knows. our first copyright strike. Yeah. For, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, we got to push this episode along because the Celtics, I think, are tipping off right now. It's not even about that. Prediction? Prediction? It is for me, man. No, we'll close up with those. All right. Anyway, uh, when I meant Rich Hill and Erod were similar, I they have the exact same year, right? Funny enough. Anyways, last game against Seattle, not much to say. Cutter Crawford was good, actually very good. One hit, five innings. Devers home run. He likes to eat ice cream, folks. Cutter Crawford I, was great. He was great. I didn't even know that was Cutter Crawford. He was pitching so well. <laughs> I was like, you see this guy? Who is this guy? New guy? New guy uh, right Cutter here? Crawford. Whose not name Cutter is Crawford. whose last name is Crawford other than Cutter on this team? And then lo and behold, I was I looked at I looked at the Buck score. And I was like, it, it is Cutter Crawford. That is the only Cutter Crawford I know. And he pitched well. So shocker. So all in all, we got any final thoughts on the West Coast road trip? Eight and two yep. over our last 10 on the West Coast, playing Oakland. Let's do the same thing we did to Oakland the first time again. Are we happy with anything but a sweep? As long as we keep winning every if, – if we never swept another team this entire season but won every single series, I would be elated. Yeah, I would I'd for sure take that. Um my final thought on the West Coast road trip, uh Kenny Chesney's coming back to Gillette Stadium August twenty-sixth and twenty-seventh. I assume Rich Hill will be there and quite intoxicated on one or both of those nights. Um, which I assume will unlock. It'll either take him out or just unleash Rich Hill, and that'll be right in time for playoffs. So uh I I, I hope that he's there. We'd love to see that. So the Red Sox, a quick preview for the next 10. Three against Oakland, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Three against the Cardinals this weekend. You got Wainwright on the hill Friday. That's a must-see game. Pujols final trip to Fenway, probably Molina's too. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday? Actually, sorry, it's only a nine-game home, home stretch. You got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're playing Detroit next week. You also got the Alex Verdugo 99 chain giveaway next Monday, the 20th. So don't miss that. Might that might be worth going to just for that. I actually have that day off from work. I think I'm going to have to go. Oh, Are you going to go right. early enough to get a holiday. chain? It is a national holiday. Yes. What? Uh, yeah. I will probably be. I'm probably going to be at a fair amount of games this week. So if you're at Fenway. Hit me up. I'll be there. A lot of good Gombridge content coming. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. In fact, I can like lean back in my chair here. I can I can kind of see Fenway. Guardy, you should uh you should do what I used to do and just like sit 15 feet back from the mic. All right. So this is how we're gonna be doing the rest of the episode. Yeah, horrible audio quality. The room I'm in is a lot more. Can you guys hear me? Not really. 
All right. Anyways, I'm not going to make a mantra for this series because I got to use that sparingly. We just keep winning. Keep winning. This is the keep winning. This is the keep winning home homestand. This is the keep winning homestand. So let's let's win some more games. Let's win some more games. You got you got two big series that you can really clean up against Oakland and Detroit. Cardinals are going to be tough, but we got to figure out the starting pitching. Anyways, Alex Corey, back player of the week. Uh, Rafael Devers, clutch as always. Hit a home run yesterday. I feel like every time I watch Devers, he just hits the ball. He had some ice cream. He deserved it. I give him. Uh, I give him a point seven seven because he's good. He's good. Uh, I'm gonna give Jonathan Aruz a very fitting zero. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh. he's frozen. <laughs> Did you did no, you say no, I'm back? Do you say anything past the zero? Because he cut off perfectly. I was like, wow, he's not even, not gonna even give him anything more than that. Well, because it froze right after that, so I was like, all right, I'm not gonna screw this up anymore. All right, fair enough. Jonathan Aruz gets a very respectable zero, just like his batting average. All right, that's fair. My boy, Alex Core Impact Player of the Week, goes to Bobby Dahlbeck. Phenomenal week, 304, two bombs, a couple clutch hits, two game winners. Love to see it, Bob. Going to give Bob a point six nine. Nice. Nice. All right. <laughs> we got some questions. We're going to roll through these. Uh, episode 89 is on its way soon, folks. Huh? Nothing. Check the group chat. Anyways, oh. we got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> was that how it was frozen? That was exactly how you were frozen. <laughs> All right. That was going to come back and haunt me in like so. 30 years when I run for <laughs> political office. Yeah, you already said way too years. much to exclude you from that. No. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> All right. All right. Qu- quickly. Oh, uh, we got some questions from Matt. First one comes in from Matt. He says, Have you ever been fired from a job? No. I've not. No, I've not. Klaus? <laughs> no. Next question. Oh, your story. No, next question. <laughs> it's a yes or no question. It's you a no. no. For me. Sure. Uh, if you could bend one element from Avatar, which would it be? Air, because it's like I could glide. It's like flying. I'd bend the shit out of water. Water. It's lame. It's like probably. I guess I'll go fly then. All right. I feel like <laughs> land would be way lamer. Earth. <laughs> I'm gonna bend Earth. I don't know, man. It's pretty cool. Final question. What's your favorite beach to go to? I don't know. Pebble. Never been. Probably pretty sweet. (laughs) Um, 
The beach that they shot Weekend at Bernie's 1 and 2 on. It was the same beach full time? Well, yeah. The house doesn't change. I'm going to say the beach. Actually, we, it's a different setting for Weekend at Bernie's 2. So I'll say okay. the beach that Weekend at Bernie's 1 was shot on. Okay. Glad you clarified that for us. Thank you. I'm going to say the beach where the Apple Jacks guys shoot their commercials. That one's pretty cool. Shout out to Apple and uh, Cinnamon. I feel like we've definitely talked about the Apple and Cinnamon guy before. Yeah, we have. We did a cereal draft, remember? <laughs> the lockout was a wild time. <laughs> yeah, how could we forget? Remember when Clawson took Raisin Brand second overall? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> you guys forget you guys about our... Anything? What, Clawson? No, go ahead. I want to know what you're talking about, though. Well, I was trying to reverse my Aegis tag. How? That was so long ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Guys, you guys see anything this week that, that you thought was fun in the game of baseball? Uh, the, the Padres played another team, and Joe Musgrove played another pitcher, and they played tic-tac-toe on the mound against each other. I mm. forget who the second party was. It was on the Rockies. I forget his name. Oh. Be better at pitching, and then I'll probably – know your name sorry i got one thing the whole marlins thing with jazz chisholm apparently being a whole distraction and awful teammate was very weird but the fact that he came out the next game hit two home runs that was pretty sweet let jazz be jazz let jazz be jazz you like jazz you like jazz the celtics cannot hit anything right now i'll tell you that what's the score it's 12 to 4 golden state I'm going to jump this in. I'm going to tie this into my closing out the ninth and predict that the Celtics lose not only game five, but then get absolutely walloped in game six and lose the finals in very dramatic fashion. Great. Thank you, Clawson. All right. Let's close out the ninth here real quick. I, um, I think the Celtics win this game and then win game seven. I like it. I would say my hot or my closing out the ninth thought. Uh, we got to get Chris Troy back on the show soon. Yep. Show CT. Go Sox. Win, win, win seven in Boston. Win, win seven more. In Continue to win. Clawson? Celtics don't have it, man. Celtic, uh, Red Sox do. All right, that's enough out of you. Uh, it's it's just how it's been. Sorry, they haven't made the finals in eleven years. They're Let you down every every one of those years. They've, this year's no different. Jason Tatum can't shoot. He's probably got a torn labrum. Well, maybe you should do something about it. Well, maybe you should. Maybe once somebody else other than Steph Curry starts showing up, the series is going to end. Maybe. And it well, sounds like it's going to. Well, well, don't forget to vote Red Sox for the All Star game too. Out in LA this year. Really? Um, I saw actually my closing out the ninth thought. Um, I saw someone vote Bobby Dahlbeck for every position in yeah. the American League. I oh. want I want an entire Bobby Dahlbeck lineup. How, how many games does a, a big bog big bob exclusive lineup go? How many how many games do they win? I have them win twelve. I have uh, them winning 163. 16. 
Nice. Okay. Oh, the health's getting washed right now. Kind of got to divert my attention to this. Well, too bad we're done with the show, Steve. So, <laughs> Red Sox, nine-game homestand coming up next week and a half. Let's win some more games. We're in that third wild card spot. We, we forgot to mention this. Red Sox went eight and two this week. Yankees went nine and one. It is what it is. It is what it is. We'll take care it of our business. It is what it is. We'll take care of our business. But don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gombridge Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Gombridge. Don't forget to subscribe and download our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And we'll be back next week. Stitcher. Actually, in a couple days. Yep. Couple days, get back to our normal schedule with oh. episode 90. Clawston? Instacart is an online grocery delivery oh. app that allows oh. a hand pick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient. You need to make your famous dish while watching the socks, or you're about an hour and like probably 15 minutes through Gone Bridge episode 89, and you haven't ordered your groceries yet. Uh, order them through Instacart. Deliver straight to your door in as fast as an hour. Shop multiple stores, see details in your area. Uh, every item is hand-selected at the store to make sure everything gets to you in one piece. Summer is coming. You are about a week away. Eight yep. days from now. Yep. If you haven't started sparking your summer celebration, I assume you should probably start doing it now because when it gets closer, I predict that Instacart will probably crash due to the influx of summer celebrations. So start it now. Don't get shut out. Instacart, never step in a grocery store again. Woo! See ya! Buzz-